Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is a HeadGum Podcast. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello and welcome to Perfect Person. I'm Miles Bonson, your perfect person, and I'm here to teach you how to be perfect just like me. For example, I made a shaved kale salad with a little vinaigrette that I whipped up. Hold on, is it is the kale shaved? Like you I believe ch- it's referred to as shaved kale. Like it's a it's a type of kale okay. that is regular kale, but it's chopped up in a way that makes it almost appear shaved. So it's not like someone's using a Gillette razor on kale. No one is. No, and did you really think that? Let's Kinda. be honest. Let's be honest. Did you really think that someone was Gillette I, foaming up a kale and then saying, "Let's shave this kale down yeah, like a they, baby's bottom"? They, no, they put shaving cream on it. No, <laughs> they're not shaving a kale. They're not shaving a peach. They're not shaving a butt. They're shaving the kale. Okay, got it. Uh, and I put a little vinaigrette and I whipped it up for my wife. Did you make the vinaigrette yourself? I did. Okay. Sh- let me start. Champagne vinegar. Okay. Olive oil uh-huh. from Grazza. <laughs> I bought an artisan olive oil recently. Well, I, I'm a big believer in spending. If you have the money, yeah. olive oil is one of the places that you got to buy the nice shit. How much? How much are you spending on olive oil? And I'll tell you how much I spend. And by the way, I went to a fancy little craft store. This sure. isn't an everyday thing. I just was like, I want to buy a fancy olive oil just to see how the other half lives. Go well, ahead. I, I would say that I'll buy like a thing of olive oil for like $17, $20. That's big. Yeah. But a big one. No. A little. Sometimes, yeah, not like the biggest size. It's not. I'm not going for mm. volume. I want to buy the fancy kind from Italy uh, because that shit's going to be better. Grazza is a brand that cool Silver Lake moms probably know. <laughs> it's a brand that's in little boutique stores. Yeah. And I got the Grazza olive oil. I think it was $15, $16 a bottle, a little squeezy bottle. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what you, you just, it's just worth the money. I, there's certain things that are worth the money. I have, and this yeah. is my tip to the people. Like, mm-hmm. but first of all, this is one of my, uh, my best friend writing partners hacks, mm. but Buy Parmigiano. Don't buy Parmesan because in America, Parmesan cheese is processed differently. Oh, yeah. In Italy, it's different. Like the Parmesan is what it, what it is. But in America, the only the cheese that says Parmigiano on it yeah. is the actual good Parmesan. And people come to this show for sort of um, cooking Im- tips, cooking tips and import export on fancy <laughs> cheeses <laughs> and um, how they're different in America. But anyway, um, so last week on the show, we asked people, what should we call the people who listen to this show. Yes. And people wrote in with great stuff. There's a lot of good stuff out there in the YouTube comments, yeah. which I obsessively read. Miles, of course, will not allow me access to the channel. Will's never so getting access, can- but there was... <laughs> per- Let me list a couple of my non-favorites. Uh-huh. Perf Peeps. Pretty good? No. 
Not my favorite, as I said. Uh, Perv peeps is not my favorite. Peepees, not my favorite. Yeah. Couple favorites of mine that I think we're probably going to get closer to what this is what they're going to be called. The Perfectionists yeah. is really good. I can't that, believe it. So good that I couldn't believe that I could, hadn't thought of it. I kind of think that's got to be what it is. Well, now, easy. <laughs> okay. Because that is, to me, that's the default. Perfectionist is great. What about Perfectionistas? Uh-huh. Now, I, mean, I kind of like that. But the thing is, I think that it is really nice to have a name for the fans. Yeah. Um, what's up, perfectionists? Yeah. What's up, perfectionists? What's up, perfectionistas? What the fuck, buddies? Uh, no, God, <laughs> don't do a Mark Maron bit. I but, know our audience knows and loves Mark Maron just as much as I do. Mark Maron. <laughs> Will, but I wanted to ask, how, yeah. you, how are you doing this week? I'm doing really good. Honestly, life is treating me extremely well at the moment. Really? So, yeah. yeah. We sort of made some upgrades to the studio. We have. Um, and it looks fucking great in here. The lighting looks nice. It's it's really, uh, I'm into it so far. I'm, gl- I'm happy to have a set. It's very this cool. This is a professional show. We've got a name for the fandom. Yeah, that's right. The one thing you need, and yeah. this is something you need to work on, you got to come up with your ending line that you repeat. That's always the same Oh yeah. because this is the thing. I, my experience with podcasts that run a long time, let's say 10 years from now, you want to have like mm. that outro that that's the classic outro, you yeah, know? Right. And if you're, if you're listening to this 10 years in the future and you're not hearing the classic outro, you're going to yeah. be like, this is weird. They didn't always say that. I'll edit it in <laughs> every episode <laughs> where I say, Hey, everyone out there get liquid. no, no, I think you don't think get liquids good. No, I don't think it makes any sense. Ride the wave, baby. <laughs> That's for the surf podcast. <laughs> we have another a surf podcast <laughs> called Hanging Ten. Yeah, we both are very accomplished surfers. We're both What's great. up, surfers? <laughs> I wanted to talk this week about this huge wave. <laughs> Every week, it's just about a different wave. Yeah, uh, I one, love that. W- one wave a week. Wave of the week. That's a good podcast. Down in Baja, <laughs> sick swell. <laughs> Have you surfed ever? Never. Yeah, I've I tried once with my um, uncle and it didn't go well. I've gone twice and the first time was with, like with a lesson and it was really fun in Mexico with my family. Yeah. Second time, could not stand up. Just my, and I was with my friends and they were good and I felt like a loser. Not being able to surf is sort of yeah, it it, it hurts mm-hmm. to not be to not, to not be a perfect surfer. Yeah, I mean we're not perfect at everything. I don't think that's the premise. Of I the didn't show. say that because I I do believe that if I was to surf, I'd be flawless at it. Uh, okay, I'd be a Tony Hawk, but make it water. <laughs> let's get to the phone lines because the people are call- the perfect person call center is open. Yeah, let's go to the phone lines and people are having problems with you solving. We're going to give someone a call back and they're we're calling them right the hell now. Hello. Hello. We're giving you a call back. This is Miles Bonson. You are perfect person podcast. You called asking for advice and we want you to know that you are valued. Wow, is this real? Yeah, this is Miles, and I'm here with freelance associate sidekick Will Whitworth. Will, what's up? What up, what up? I wish this was a prank. It's this, real. It's not a prank. It's real. I, I just have to say that I just started watching your show yesterday and just been wa- binge watch all of the episodes on YouTube, so it feels weird. Oh my gosh, that's so sweet of you. Wow. Thank you so much for uh, for binging it. I'm glad to, glad to hear it that it's bingeable. And also... Um, it, wh- it is. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> what, what is your name and where are you calling from today? 
Um, my name is Carly, and I'm calling from California. Carly from California. We love to see two C's. Alliteration is what that's called, Will. Now, Carly, yes. <laughs> I was going to make a joke about double D's, but I didn't. No, I didn't know that. Will, oh, Carly okay. just started listening to the show. Okay. Don't deter Carly from listening. This is classic, Will. Carly, you got to understand this it, classic. It Will. really is. It really is, and you know that from binging the show yesterday. <laughs> but Carly, exactly. what is your what is your problem that you need solving today? So actually, this comes at a perfect time because. I'm about to go out with this girl Amazing. that I met and I had an issue. Well, I kind of have like a personal issue about it. I, uh, I was out with my friend and she was looking on Tinder and she's like, you should just make one. So I did. Yeah. Just, you know, for whatever, I'll just do it. Mm-hmm. So I started talking to this girl and I liked her. I deleted the app after a week, but I continued talking to her. Yeah. We've been on a couple of dates and I like her but I still don't want to be in a relationship. Yeah. So I like want to tell her like, Hey, I really like you, but I kind of want to just be friends. But mm. obviously she really is looking for a relationship. So like, how should I tell her? Right. In a, okay. like a nice way and like still have her in my life. So we want you, what you're trying to do here is you're trying to, um, let your hoe phase run wild. Mm hmm. And if, exactly. if, if I may, and you're also trying to keep on seeing this girl without hurting her feelings and, yes, succ- and not even like seeing her like in any sort of relationship. I like even like this, this friend, like if she like is either like I, I want to be in like an actual relationship or just friends, like if she doesn't want anything in between, you mm. know, but do you want to be the type of friends that are kissing each other on the teeth? The teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when someone calls Miles on his bullshit even no, one time. The kids. Oh, do I mean like? Do you want to be friends with kids? Are you trying to be somebody that's like we're like special friends and we like I hang mean, out? I'm and open going, to it, but I don't need that. Got from it. Okay. Her cool. or okay. Anybody, well, like, I, you know, that is actually really important to know because if you, I, I think that's if she like really wants to date like in a you know in a relationship. I don't think she would be open to that. I think she wants to be in a relationship. Got and it. I want her to be able to find that. So I want to tell her as soon as possible and not like make her think that, you know, because I have been flirting back with her and like, you know. Yeah. So I want to let her know as soon as possible. Like, hey. Yes. Well, first you know. of all, yeah, that's I, the real responsible thing to do. As your attorneys, we want you to know that you haven't done anything wrong. And this is confidential. And this Thank is confidential. Not. And also you owe us $2,000. <laughs> but. I'll, I, I think that it's important that like you so far, you've gone on a couple of dates. You haven't had the talk about exclusivity. Now is probably the time this date that you're about to go yes. on is probably the time where you're like, Hey, by the way, I'm having so much fun with you. I just want to let you know, like where I am. Like, let's just talk about it so we could be candid. Yes. I'm in a phase where I'm really dating. I, I, I'm sort of seeing different people. I'm not really looking for a serious relationship. That being said, I really like you and I love hanging out with you and I'd love to go to Chili's and eat all you can eat ribs with you exactly. and you know, we can, again. we can get some margaritas and see where the night takes us. Maybe watch a movie, but I know I wanted to, you know, respect what your wishes for this are and just like have a candid chat. Mm-hmm. Cause we never talked about what we wanted. Yeah. And then yep. the last time I was on a date with her, she was kind of like talking about like, Oh yeah, my past relationships and all this. And I was like, Oh God, she's like, 
a girlfriend person. Oh, yeah. interesting. And as a, you're sort of like, you know, you're, you're letting your freak flag fly. You're growing I'm your wings. I'm kind of in the wind, you know? You're in the wind. Mm-hmm. You're in the wind. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a little like you're t- going town to town, just taking girls on dates and enjoying Yeah, yeah. 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 Now, I think that, yeah, you just got to bring it up. That's the hardest part. But also, like, what are you looking for in a, even like somebody that you're casually dating? Uh, I, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know anything, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's a, not a bad place to start because you can say, like, I really enjoy spending time with you and I just don't feel like I know anything what I want and I don't want to get I don't want to make you sad. I don't want to have you lead you on or give you the wrong impression about where things are going because I feel like I'm a mess in terms of what yeah. I want. And yeah. that has nothing to do with you specifically. It has everything to do mm-hmm. with me. And I know that sounds like it's not you. It's me. But yeah. the thing is, if you're being honest, you're not, it's not an excuse. <laughs> no. Uh, right. So if you're like, I genuinely don't know what I want and I, what I know that I don't want is a relationship because of, I guess I'm curious about that. Like, are you, why, why not? Like, is it just, be, you know, for, it doesn't sound purely about sexual gratification for you as, as much as it's fun to spin no, it that way. No, no, no. I, it, it, it's kind of like what you said. I'm a mess. I have like a lot of issues I have to work through. I have a lot of, uh, I'm kind of in a transitional phase of my life. Right. Um, you want to have fun. So I kind of, I want to have fun. I want to like worry about my personal issues. Like I want to, Focus on, you know, establishing myself. And by the way, yeah. that's, there's lots of people that are going to want to date you doing that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if, right. it, if it's not this girl, even though if you like, like her, you know, you got you to gotta honor her wishes, too. So if she's looking for somebody to, mm-hmm. you know, um, put a wedding ring on and uh, go on down to Applebee's, you know. <laughs> Then that's different, but it yeah. seems like you know you just got to be honest about it and then uh, see what she says. But that being said, like you're gonna find people that are wanting to just kind of like you know bang around, hang yes. out, do some fun stuff, yeah, no yeah. pressure, totally cash, and that's well, a great I also place feel to be. Like I have issues with that too. Yeah, I have issues with commitment. Oh, okay, cool. So you have issues with commitment, but is that because? Um, well, let's dive into that actually. Here, as your therapists and lawyers, we're gonna want to dive into that just a little bit deeper. So. You're saying you have issues okay. with commitment. What is the part of commitment that scares you? Mm, well, I'm an air sign. So I feel like I'm really indecisive about things. So I like, you know, like a lot of times I'll become obsessed with something or I like really like something. And then that like obsession will kind of leave all of a sudden. So I feel like I'll like fall in love with somebody. And then after a couple of months, I'm like, eh. Or like, uh, you know, I kind of like see myself like, I can't see myself like, Falling down with one person at this time and like mm. not, you know, wanting to be with somebody else because I'm so indecisive and like I don't really know what I want. I don't know if that makes sense. No, I do. I hear you. Totally get it. I'm extremely indecisive. Um, I t- totally hear you. Now, is there an <laughs> element of you're saying you're indecisive? What uh, do you sometimes not want? Do you not want to get involved too deeply because you're worried you're going to get hurt? Is that where the indecision comes from? Or is it more just um, like I would rather have. If, there, if you don't put any coins in the machine, you're not going to win any money, but you're also not going to lose any money. I think it's it's kind of like everything you just said. I yeah. also don't have like a lot of experience. I've never been in a committed relationship. That's interesting. Now, okay. Well, so not that everyone needs to be in a committed relationship, but 
if you've never been in a committed relationship and obviously it doesn't have to be with this girl. That's not what I'm saying. Like if you right, just right. want to hang out with this girl and then it's over then great. But if you haven't been in a committed relationship and you're worried about your fear of commitment, sometimes it when you somewhere down the road end up being like, I'm having a lot of fun, but I'm having this thing where like I want to back off just for the sake of backing off. Maybe fight against that feeling doing things that are that seem like a good idea, but your brain is telling you no is like kind of healthy sometimes. And by the way, there are many stages to a relationship that aren't like we're together and we hashtag are, you know, living together. Facebook official hashtag mm-hmm. Facebook official and like <laughs> we're two single people that went on a date. There's like we're two single people right. that went on a date. We said that we liked each other. We are saying that we're just dating each other, but it's casual. We're saying that we're just dating each mm-hmm. other. We're boy, you know, girlfriend and girlfriend and then there's like we're in a relationship. So like you don't have you can throw a dart at any of those and pick one. It doesn't have to be zero to a million. And I think being honest about that with uh, whatever person you're dating is great and being like, hey, look, like I'm not sure I haven't really been in a committed relationship, but like I like you. Let's just like roll the dice and have fun for a little bit. And if we're still having fun in a month, let's keep doing it. Yeah, I I feel like that's easy with some people, but then there's other people you talk to where you definitely know what they want. Yeah. And they oh, know what they yeah. want. So like, it's not like that. And I feel that way with her. Yeah. For sure. And I think that you're being considerate. Yeah, I'm trying to be. No, and that's when you, it's you hard. gotta do that. This is the thing. I mean, we've talked about it on the show, which you binge all the episodes yesterday. So you know what we're talking about. But like <laughs> the And today. The and today. And well, today. Amazing. The but it, there's just there is a thing where like I, and this is something I'm really paranoid about. It's just like really hurting people's feelings. And for a long time I've dated people that I wasn't that excited about, but I was kinda like, well, Maybe I'll change my mind. Let me tell you what. No, that's yeah. not a good way to live. Oftentimes, uh, I find with relationships, if there's an issue in the beginning, it's going to be an issue in the end. Yeah, not, and that's not always yeah. true. And sometimes you also have to look at it and it's like, is this an issue with them or is this an issue with me that yeah. I need to work on yeah. how I'm yeah. approaching the situation? But if it's an issue with them and you're like, I just have this thing that with them that I don't think I'm going to get over. Oftentimes it's like roll the dice again, keep playing. There's a million yeah. people you could be dating, and that's fine. And if yeah. look, if this girl was just like she she likes you, she wants to date you in a committed way, and you know you don't want that, then you're doing the right thing by having the difficult conversation now instead yeah. of dragging it out because that'll only increase her expectations and right. like it'll just make the situation worse. So you're doing the right thing. I think you're right to assume that she probably doesn't want to have like this in between where you guys bang and then like, you know, but are just friends. Like she probably doesn't want Kiss that. each other's teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Kiss each other's teeth is what oh, she said. Oh, yeah, you got to kiss each other's teeth. No. But, no. But um oh, well, you just forgot your own joke. Eating food is something I love to do. (laughs) It's the best part of my day. And luckily, eating better is easy with Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. And let me just tell you, the two-minute window that it takes to get ready is absolutely the thing for me because I'm a busy beaver. Okay, I'm going everywhere. I've got a little son. He goes to bed. I'm exhausted at the end of the day, and I want to eat something yummy. And Factor is there to help me thrive. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor sent me a bunch of meals, and I licked the plate clean. Specifically, the filet mignon and mushroom risotto, I found to be 
delish. Also, they sent me some wellness shots, and I gotta tell you, kicking my day off with a wellness shot, we did one with cayenne pepper, we did one that was like all that juicy, juicy green stuff, I loved. I thought it was like fantastic, and I could not get enough of it. Head to factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 and use code perfectperson50 to get 50% off. That's code perfectperson50 at factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 to get 50% off. Shrimp and cocktail, peanut butter and jelly. These are iconic duos. But what about the iconic duo when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling vintage swords or of course, lovely little clam tarts, <laughs> Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered, baby. No matter how big your business gets, Shopify's there to help you scale and grow while you're selling one clam tart and while you're selling a million clam tarts by the seashore. It's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash perfect person, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash perfect person now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash perfect person. If you're selling stuff, then you're going to want to check this puppy out. I did forget that. Miles I said forgets the things that come out of his mouth. It's My true. brain is burning the memories behind it <laughs> as mm-hmm. it goes. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I think you just got to be honest with this one. And then, um, but yeah, I wouldn't box yourself into, I think that I see friends of mine do this. Yes. Where they box themselves into the idea that they are a certain way. They want this one specific thing. Yes. And they're like, I don't want a relationship and I don't ever want that. And by the way, if that's true, that's fine. But my point is just that like, don't box yourself into something that you haven't necessarily tried until you try it for a little bit. And yeah. I think well, that, you know, you know, when you were talking about that before miles, it's like you were, you were kind of like psychoanalyzing me there and you were right. Cause I <laughs> obviously have some issues surrounding that. So mm-hmm. it goes deeper, but uh, yeah, no, for <laughs> sure. And it's, say? it's hard to, cause like, and I always say this, but I'm a big advocate of people uh, getting their feelings hurt. I yeah, think it's healthy and good. Well, and and I think thing. that it's easy will. Well, easy I well. hurt my own feelings <laughs> enough, you know? No, I get so that. it's hard. But it's, I know, and, and 100%, I've been there where you're like, I don't want to commit to this because it could be bad. But I think it's like you want to, if you invest some energy into something and you have some stakes to it, you can get a lot of amazing things back. And if you don't invest anything, you're probably going to have a, pretty even keeled time, but like any sort of investments going to give you a better return. Even if that return means getting hurt sometimes. When I like think about being in a relationship, like I just, I wouldn't want anybody in my life to like know about it. Like when I was younger, I would think about like if I had a wedding, like I'm like my parents coming to my wedding. That's so embarrassing. (laughs) I wouldn't want them there. Yeah. And you know like, what I'll say? Yeah. I, so here's the thing. We're, and first of all, we're therapists and we're, we're, be, we're better, better than, than we're therapists because therapists yeah. you know about all sorts of shit. That's right. But um, I also similarly was somebody who, when I would be dating somebody, um, at least in the last, before I met my lovely wife, 
um, I would not bring them around to my friends really. And I'd be like, I like this little bubble where like I'm hanging out with this person and then it's kind of over there. Yep. And maybe that was me protecting myself from some sort of hurt. I kind of feel like it's just that I knew that those weren't the right people. Once I met Sarah my lovely wife immediately, it was just like, Oh yeah, this person is me now. Like yep. we are sort yeah. of a, like, you know what I mean? Like it's not going to feel weird to bring somebody that you love that, you know, is going to jive with everybody because they're your person. And like, if you don't right. feel that way, keep having fun, go, go on yes. these dates, do your thing. I don't even think everyone needs to settle down. I just think that like, you know, like love war and being on shrooms, you know, it when you see it, <laughs> this brings me to a bigger point that I, we were, I feel like we were maybe talking about this or maybe me and Jay were, but I think that in this modern day and era, obviously look, this comes with a caveat of like, no one should be ever in any danger. No one should ever be in a compromising position where like their, uh, their health or their safety is threatened. That being said, I think that being an uncomfortable new experiences is really, really good for character growth. Yeah. And it helps people determine what they really like. Now, what I mean by that is not that like, if someone makes you fucking uncomfortable, you should be around them. But if being in a committed relationship makes you uneasy because you haven't tried it yet, then maybe giving it a go at some point is going to help you gain perspective on that thing. Um, not necessarily with this girl. Not today. with this girl, by the way. Um, I, I think we've kind of clarified that yeah. this is not the girl that you want to be <laughs> in this with. But I just mean that trying new things that are outside of your comfort zone is really, really good. And obviously, there is a huge movement right now to like not push people outside of their comfort zones for many great reasons because people have dealt with trauma by being pushed too far, too quickly outside of their comfort mm -hmm. zones. And obviously, that sucks. But I do think that great value is ascertained from being a little bit outside of your comfort zone trying a new food. I, I understand you know? what you mean though. Yeah. Because the only times I've ever grown is when I've made myself, I've forced myself to do things I didn't want to do. Of course. Or yeah. I'm too afraid to do maybe. Yeah. And obviously, you know, again, protecting this again from the like, uh, yeah, outside of your comfort zone to a certain degree. Caveat, caveat, caveat. Pe people, people know what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where you're still safe and you're going to be yes. okay yes. at the end of it. But uh, you're just uncomfortable with the, the process. The process. And it's like hard right. and that is growth. Um, but we hope this has been helpful and uh, yeah, you're, you're going to be great. Uh, thanks for letting us be your therapist slash lawyers today. Thank you. 10 out of 10 advice. Yes. Oh, we love to hear that. Well, take it easy. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Let's take another call here. Hello. Hello. We see that you've <laughs> called the record amount of times and we're here to call you back and solve your problems. My name is Miles Bunsen, your licensed therapist. Nope. nope. But um, I'm here to solve your life. And what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi. Wow. Um, my name is Mia. Um, I am. Oh, my gosh. I just choked on my spit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Will chokes on his spit all the time. That's Will's true. here as well. He's the freelance um, little brother. <laughs> sure. Oh, I mean, my gosh. Than you. Well, yeah. Lovely. Um, what's up, Anyway, Mia? hi. My name is Mia. I am from uh, Southern California. Awesome. Um, I, I am, uh, I'm in my last year of college. Um, Ooh. so that's where I'm at mm -hmm. in life. Scary time. Scary time. So I wanted to get your tips and tricks on how to be me, a young woman. I'm in my early twenties mm -hmm. and I just got a paid internship and I start tomorrow. 
<laughs> Those are really great. Thank yeah, you for the no coming. Um, and I'm I'm just really excited to like like do this internship. It's in video production, and mm-hmm. um, I would I would do freelance work before, but I think it'll be really nice to now get paid for it. Hell yeah! Um, and I would like to know how to not go crazy and spend my paycheck on things from Etsy or Boba or oh, movie yeah. tickets. I just want to know how to be smart with my money. Let's talk about cash. Let's talk about cash. Let's talk about cash, baby. Let's oh. talk about making that cheddar. Let's talk about all yep. the good things and the bad things <laughs> making your life better. Let's talk about cash. Pretty good. Well, so Let's here's the thing, it. Mia. I have been a broke man and I kind of still am. <laughs> no, I'm actually doing fine, but um, I have been through the ringer, graduated college, moved to New York shitty, worked in a little coffee shop that we like to call paradise, lived in a tiny apartment with friends. There were cockroaches, the whole nine yards. Okay. I've done it all. I've eaten beans and corn for dinner because I didn't have the cash. I've eaten fried chicken that I borrowed from a friend. I've stolen cold brew and ham and cheese croissants to live off of. And how did he do it? Uh, Scrooby. He did it by being frugal. But here's the thing, Mia. And this is maybe controversial advice. Go on. I wouldn't have been able to do it without a little thing that we like to call taking out a credit card. Okay. Now, I don't know that this is like the best now, advice. Now, hang on. Like, you should get a credit card. Let's hold <laughs> our horses. Let's hold our horses. This comes with a couple special little notes. One came from the position that if anything really bad happened, I could move back to North Carolina with my parents. Yep. Right. So like I had a safety net there. Do you have some sort of safety net in place or not? I have a little bit of money that I've saved from my um, old barista job. And I currently live um, with my, my family. I'm just commuting um, to campus right now. And well, by commuting, I mean, carpool because I don't have my license. So I don't worry about gas. <laughs> totally. Um, so, uh, so it seems like, yeah. yeah, you got a little bit of cheddar there, but a little bit, I feel like the main thing is you just have to like, look at the friends you have who look like they're crushing it. Wonder why and how they could be crushing it and know that the answer is that they have rich parents. Yep. And I think that oftentimes <laughs> you have to like, like I would be in situations of like, how the fuck can all these other kids who are working jobs shittier than mine afford to do all this shit that I can't afford to do? And it's like, oh, the answer is obvious. Mm-hmm. They have rich parents. Mm-hmm. They don't need to really worry about like, well, if I run, if I ran out of money, I need, can't afford rent. And ultimately, like, yeah, if I really ran out of money, and I really needed money. Maybe I could ask my teacher parents for money for rent or something like that. But like that runs out so quick. And like, you know, I think that I always was just so confused Cause I was like, well, how is everyone affording to do all this shit? I can't afford to do this shit. And like, I'm working, I'm able to afford rent, but you just have to know that other people have parachutes that you can't see. Um, and that that is like, you shouldn't shame yourself for that. Yeah. And unfortunately we do live in an extremely stratified society that is organized incredibly badly. Yeah. And, uh, none of that is your fault. 
I'm presuming that you have a lot of college debt as well. That's not your fault. We live in a society where people are exploited for their labor, not paid enough. Um, it's just, I don't want to get too dark here. Yeah, here we go. But <laughs> I think there's a limit to the extent that frugality can take you. But yeah. As, I, like, f- this is like sort of the conservative myth of pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. Like, that's, oh, you know who they say pull yourself up by the bootstraps? Like, you know, Jeff Bezos had like a $500,000 loan from his parents. Yeah, you right. Know? Like, really bootstrapping it, like, Jeff. The idea that you can single handedly solve this problem is not true. Yeah. What you can do is try to be focused and try to find little ways to, to feel luxurious. Yeah. Well, my grandfather always says is like, you, it's not like the money you spend on rent or whatever that makes you feel rich. It's like having enough money to buy a candy bar. Yeah, 100%. Uh, oh, definitely. And so I think that. It's hard to to be frugal, but you if there's a way to, to schedule it to plan a treat in your week that you can look forward to. Oh yeah, well, that's that's not, critical. Like if you love boba and you don't want to buy it all the time, just know you're gonna do it on Friday. No, you that's know? literally that's a perfect device, Will, because I would do that all the time where. I had so little money, but I would be like, all right, look, I'm going to make dinner really cheaply. I'll eat like a fucking turkey sandwich for dinner these several nights. And then I'll go out to eat with my friends on like this night because you have to give yourself things to look forward to. Yes. Um, and because uh, otherwise you're, it's just going to it's going to bum you out and it's not going to feel like all you're working towards is going to like is ultimately paying off in some sort of way. So. Instead of telling you how to use a credit card, I'm going to tell you how I used a credit card <laughs> because I, again, it's hard to give people advice about this stuff and it's such a credit card can be such a slippery slope. Yes. From the years that I got out of college through um, right before I started working at BuzzFeed, which is probably like two years, two and a half years, something like that, three, I accumulated probably like mm, a couple thousand dollars in credit card debt that I then paid off through working for these jobs. So in my mentality was always, okay, look, I can, with my paycheck from these jobs and this credit card, I can slowly make it go up and up and up and slowly my credit card debt is increasing. But I also know that I'm getting closer and closer to getting some sort of job. Now, again, this is such a slippery slope because if you don't plan it correctly, then you're in $10,000 worth of debt. And you're paying 20% interest And you're paying 20% interest and you don't have a job and all that shit. So what I would do was I got a, you know, I got this credit card and it was like no interest on the first year. And I'm like, okay, great. That'll give me a year to try to get up a little bit of money to try to bring it down again. And then I just would slowly like, okay, I really don't have money for groceries this week. Put it on the credit card. The next week, let's try to be really frugal, try to pay that off a little bit. And my credit card debt was going up, but very, very, very slowly. And so it's like, yeah, ultimately, and also though, like I was able to go out with friends. Again, this is on a barista salary. And then after that, a receptionist salary that I got from a temp agency, you know, and by salary, I mean hourly um, that I just got paid that I'm saying salary. Anyway, so, um, but I like, I found that with the credit card debt tandem, I could being really smart and careful about it, accumulate a mild amount of credit card debt. Will go run for the camera. <laughs> we have a light in the studio. They keep shutting off. And so Will has to go run through the motion sensor. Here he goes. Will's big run. Woo! Let's go, Will. Go, Will, go. Go, Will, go. I believe in you, Will. So um, I, I, I accumulated a mild amount of credit card debt. Now, obviously, debt is bad. And don't do this if you at all think it's going to be a problem. But having a mild amount of credit card debt really helped me um, get like social life be able to go out on dates, be able to go out to dinner sometimes. 
And then, you know, I inevitably was able to pay it off because I was like, well, then I got a job that was more full time. I'm accumulating money that's higher than my rent. I'm able to pay that credit card off. Yeah. And I would also say, like, let me ask you about this internship um, that you're getting paid for. I'm assuming the money is not like great because internships don't ever. It's not like you're getting Buku Dolores for uh, for for a paid internship. But like, is this what you're going to be doing after college? Do you have your plan or is this just for right now you're getting paid and you're still trying to figure out that next step? I think that, or not, I think, I actually know that this is what I want to continue doing. Um, it's uh, it's minimum wage. It's $15, which is cool. Mm. And um, I, I know that eventually I want to work in entertainment and I would love to work in casting, maybe be a casting assistant or something, and mm-hmm. then maybe become a producer. So um, yeah. I think this is, what I want to stick with. Yeah, well, I think that's all great. And what I would say, if it's a term called an informational interview, have you ever heard of this? Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, you're, you're not asking for a job. No. But you do a bunch of networking that you have to cold email any contact you have, mm-hmm. um, whether it's somebody you know, a family friend, a friend of a friend, a, a website <laughs> that you went on. This is literally what I did when I moved to Austin. Yeah. I, I, I sat down with some people at small production companies and I said, I, I'm interested. Here's my skill set. And it ended up getting me multiple jobs, not well-paying jobs, but enough to get my foot in the door and get started. And these emails are going to be like, hey, how's it going? I'm Will Whitworth, six foot (laughs) ten, really love film and media. My favorite movie is Fight Club. Anyway, I'd love to pick your brain about the entertainment industry and get any tips that you have that I can work. I've sent also a million of these emails. So many brain picking emails. I've sent so many of these emails to some people that I then had business meetings with yep. that I'm like, I really hope that you forgot that I sent you this email <laughs> six years ago. You you have to be working towards getting that first real job yeah, where right. like that's, that's above minimum wage. Uh, I'm glad that it's 15 in California, but like the, the, right. it's still not enough. Um, so it learn how to cook some really cheap bullshit. Um, like there's, you can cook healthy and cheaply if you uh, are interested in doing so. It is something I still struggle with as a 31 year old man, but yep. it is possible. I love cooking um, and you don't need, like when you learn how to cook properly and cook well, you don't need to spend a lot of money to make, eat incredible food. Yes. Truly. You like, can make something pr- even pretty good. Even if it's not incredible, it can be pretty good and yeah. you can be like, this is actually good. I had a fucking friend, by the way, I was cooking dinner in our college apartment. I had no money. My friend came from a rich family. He was telling me that it was more expensive to cook than to order out. That's some psycho rich shit. I was, it made me, I was like, I was like, dude, you don't get any. He's like, well, yeah, like you have to buy all the ingredients. And so by the time you buy all the ingredients, that's like $25 right there. And I was like, are you, so he's like basically delivering like this food is like, I'm actually, it's cheaper to get it delivered. And I was like, you're crazy because you you can make 10 of these meals with $25 worth of yep. ingredients. Yep. And it was just like, no, people, you know, you don't need a lot of money to, to eat well. I would recommend finding, narrowing in on three to four recipes. Like, I don't know how good you are of a cook. I'm not a good cook. Pasta is great. Yes. Chicken is great and easy. Look for three to four things that are cheap, easy, that you like and make those a bunch so that you can just do it quickly. You need to feel that at least there's a light at the end of the tunnel that you, you've you planned this day. Right. I'm doing this regardless of the cost. Get a, yeah, get a boba on a Friday. Yeah. Get a steak on a Tuesday. <laughs> get a latka on a Wednesday. Oh, I love latkes. And a ham on a Thursday. Oh, gorgeous. But I just think you got to treat yourself. Anyway, we hope this has been helpful because it's certainly been helpful for us. Well, thank 
you. This this was very helpful. It was worth calling in over 300 times. <laughs> um, Miles, you talked about this candle on your Instagram story weeks ago, and it's yes. in Target. Uh-huh. And I was I I called the podcast when I was in Target. And I was trying to figure out the name of this candle okay. and I don't remember Chesapeake Bay, the collection. You don't want Chesapeake Bay. That's going to be funky and stinky. Chesapeake Bay. The collection okay. is elevated. It's incredible. It's beautiful. It's a double wick soy candle. Big pour. It's a huge candle for like $13, I think. And uh, you're going to want to get one of a couple flavors, vanilla birch, brown sugar, chestnut or black bamboo. I'm sure they have a couple other ones. Uh, there's like one that's like coastal waterwood or something. You want to get the milder ones, but that's Chesapeake Bay. The collection. This is not spawn, by the way, but if Chesapeake Bay, the collection <laughs> wants to fucking reach out, they should. I would love that to get the miles sent. Perfect person candle. Holy oh, shit. shit. What would it smell like me? I don't want that. No, it would smell <laughs> like a spa. Like okay. I want it to smell like relaxing with notes of honey. Okay. Anyway, thanks so much and enjoy the candle. <laughs> thank you. All right, bye-bye. I'm going to make sure I do the leap at some point, but thank you. Oh yeah. Tell do the leap about the show. Bye. Please. Wow. That was lovely. You know, I can't wait till we get Dua Lipa in here. Um, she, if she came in here, she'd be like, whoa, cool, I, cool set, guys. I really think she would. Yeah. Dua, if you're listening, we'd love you. On People the show. started tagging us, uh, at least <laughs> sometimes, being like in Dua Lipa related news. I think it's the fucking funniest thing in the world. <laughs> and we're like, wow, we're keeping an eye on it. Yeah, we, we're monitoring Dua Lipa's career. Uh, we're monitoring the situation. Yeah, because there's going to be a time. Mm-hmm. I, I believe... That and maybe we just end the podcast after that, but like the I believe there will be a time where Dua Lipa will come into the show. Dua Lipa will do the show. She's Dua's gonna do the show. Well, we have to take another call. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check in actually. How's your week been? Any any news, any sort of learnings that you've gleaned? And if you're like, you know what, I'm gonna get stoned and then I'll write in no a couple way. hours, guess what? You ain't doing it. No, no chance. So I'm trying to work and be better. And uh, I've this is a lesson I've learned many times, but I learned it again this week. Uh, yeah, it's hard with creative stuff because like I find that the thing I struggle with is that I'm I'm kind of busy. Yes, and I want to live my life. I want to live my life. And like it's hard because like I have we, we both have like actual jobs. Yes. And then I also do this. I wish I didn't have a job and I wish I could just do what I want to do. But unfortunately, I got to pay my yeah. damn rent man you know people who are like i just want to grind i want to work so hard i love i thrive off work i told my landlord raise my rent yeah i want to grind <laughs> i gotta grind harder i couldn't disagree more i'd love to do nothing but like watch tv oh. play some video games hang out with my wife and my dog Doesn't that sound amazing if, I, if every day i could just like go to a new coffee shop and yes. sit sit and write and, and just, just be like ah. oh like i feel like i want to do as far as i'm concerned the first 10 episodes of this show or the body of work I'd like to leave the, on this planet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What you want, you want it to be like when you die, it'll be like miles Bonsignor, yeah. uh, creator of the perfect person podcast. Yeah. He uh, only did 11 episodes, but, <laughs> <laughs> but then he retired and all he did was like fuck around. I just think that like, it's so important for uh, to enjoy shit. And I think that so much of my life is the dichotomy between being worried that I'm not creating enough and that I'm not building up like, the empire of the stuff that I want to do. The, the thing is that you are though. 
Like you've this show is a damn empire. We've got the perfectionistas, that's right, the perfectionists and I'm, on the case. I am proud of I am proud of the show and I'm proud of like I'm proud of what it means to you know to make and, and the future of Every it. Every single all that person kind of who stuff. calls into the show is so nice. So sweet. Uh, I mean, people who I just like feel, yeah, I feel very grateful. Anyway, I, I just think it's you gotta enjoy shit too though. You do with the writing. And you also have to live life in order to have something to write about. No, I completely agree with that. And my problem is just always getting started. Yeah. It's just getting started. I struggle with the like, okay, let me cause if I do if I sit twenty minutes of like I'm gonna do this, yeah. Twenty minutes in, I'm going. And I'm glad you're challenging yourself, Will. <laughs> I think that's important. Let's give this person a call back here. And I can't remember if it's the person we just talked to already. Hello? Hi, did we just talk to you? Oh no, you did it. Oh wonderful. Welcome to Perfect <laughs> Welcome to Perfect Person. Welcome to Perfect Person. You're at the college show where we fix your life. I couldn't remember if your number was the number we already talked to or not, and it's not, and we couldn't be more thrilled. I'm I'm so shocked right now. <laughs> this is crazy. Well, I just left you voicemail too. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, well, we wanted say to say the same thing now. Say the same thing this is now. Will, by the way, because this will, by the way, he's just like a guy. But uh, um, <laughs> but we wanted to call you to to ask what you need your life to um be like. What do you want solved today? Okay. So um, it's a long story, but so I do karate, right? I've been doing it for a year now. Hell yeah! And the Hell sensei yeah. there. <laughs> So sensei there, we're like all a group of friends. We go out together and stuff. Recently, we kind of hooked up. Hell <laughs> yeah. My karate romance. <laughs> wow. That's an episode title. Yeah. Now I just don't know how to go forward with it. Like it's, we're not allowed to see each other because he's my teacher and it's forbidden and whatnot. So how old, are, how old are you? How old are you? If I may? I'm 23. How old is the 26. teacher? How old is the teacher? 26. Okay. Oh, got it. Okay. We're all about more. For a second there, I was worried that we were going to have to be subpoenaed. But, um, <laughs> so you're 23. He's 26. He's your karate teacher, your sensei, if I may. So is that what they call the karate teacher? Well, it depends on what rank you are, but he's a sensei because he's been doing it for a while now. So. I hooked up with my sensei. <laughs> AMA <laughs> hooking up with my karate sensei. By the way, first of all, was it like karate inspired? Yeah, was there karate in the? Was hookup? there karate uh, in the, involved in the hookup, or was it sort of like and like you've got to break down how this went on because I'm this is great. Okay. <laughs> um. So well, we went out one night. We were like out at a bar and whatnot, and he he randomly like he asked to he asked to like kiss me and stuff, and I was like, what? What's going on? <laughs> Whoa! And then I kind of. I kind of just let it slide. I was like, no, it's, I don't think it's right. Like, we shouldn't do this. And then the next day, he, like, apologized. He texted me. And then after that, like, we decided to go out. And that's when it happened. <laughs> okay. Well, no, to be clear here, you're totally down. Like, are you down you're to just hook, uncomfortable hook up with this person? Because he's the teacher. You just didn't want to, like, ruffle any yeah, feathers? Are you into this guy? Yeah. No, now I am. Now okay, got okay, cool. So he was like, hey, can I kiss you? And you were like, at first, like, oh, no, maybe not. But now you're like, oh, what? Now, first of all, it's not like you really work together. You're like karate friends. No, we don't. No. Yeah, like to me, this, the, the presumed like wrongness of this is like, you guys do karate <laughs> together as adults. So I think that no, it's, it's like. because he works there. So he could get fired if he was involved with the student. Really? So it's like, a, yeah. Oh, because yeah, karate. Apparently he's like, oh, I liked you for a while, but I didn't do anything because. You're my student, so right. Like, oh, so God. if he if they find out that he's been dating you, he has to start his own dojo, his own sort of like dark arts dojo, where he's like a, the power of darkness in karate. He's sort of become an evil. 
<laughs> I'm just pitching a movie right now, but, uh, but so, okay. Got it. So you guys hooked up. Wow. Very fun. Yeah. And you were out with a group of other friends or were you, is it just you two? No, that time he, we just, he, he came over and we were just talking and and he was like, um, <laughs> he was like, hi, and he was like, yeah, that, uh, so, okay. Well, that's really lovely. That's um, really lovely. You're hooking up with your karate sensei. Well, she did just once though. She's, I don't know. Are you, have you continued? Um, we did go out again. We hung out again and mm-hmm. I don't know. We're, we're kind of seeing each other now, but I'm just really afraid something's going to go wrong. And like, then I have to quit karate. And then he's good. I don't know what's going to happen. It's, called, it's a mess. <laughs> because karate's karate's important to you. It is, yeah. And, and of course. And would you, like, obviously, like, yeah, it's tough because a dojo is a community. Yeah. I guess. It is like, a community. It, you don't want to, like, it's like, I guess the to me, if you didn't care about the dojo, it'd be like, well, maybe find a different dojo. That way you guys can date above board. But then again, it's like, is it so wrong? Would he get really get fired? Like, is he worried that, oh, if somebody um, finds out about this? Or is there, I, I don't think he would get fired i don't think so he's either like, no, i don't think he would get fired he says he's scared to but like the owner like loves him he's been there for years so i doubt he'd get fired i think also yeah. like if he was maybe able, maybe also just feel it out in secret because it's so new it's so new this is the thing because yeah. like at this point you don't need to say anything to the higher-ups there yeah but if you guys really start yeah. dating and it's serious then you could go to them and say the like, elder council yeah like you, you, <laughs> Like, sorry, everything I know about karate is from like movies. movies. Oh, well, same. I don't know shit about karate. Uh, yeah. The, I just, I think that like this is a situation that happens. It doesn't sound predatory. It sounds like he was respectful. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't sound like he was like grooming you or whatever. Like that you, it, it, it's, it's, it's a situation where like in improv communities, somewhat notoriously incestuous teachers, yeah. students, and there's some inappropriate relationships. There's stuff that you're just like, huh. But honor is sort of a big part of the karate community. It is. Is it not? <laughs> it is. <yeah. laughs> That's why it's so weird to go there and like for him to teach me now because it's just like, well, and when we look at each other, it's just weird. Like, <gasps> but is it kind of like, is it kind of like, you guys have, yeah, you yeah. have a little secret. It is hot. Of. It is very hot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's very hot. I love this. This is incredible. So, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I would say that like, my advice is like still kind of keep it under wraps just because it's so new. And yes. like, by the way, you guys might go out a couple more times and then it might fizzle. But here's the thing. If you keep going out and you're still down, then maybe you figure out a way to be like, hey, look, is it possible to be like, can you ask? So that way it's all above board. Yes. To ask like in a respectful mm-hmm. way, like, hey, there's this student you know, we're interested in potentially like going on a date, like kind of keep it cash and under wraps. And, and then if the relationship is uh, progressing and you guys are really liking each other and you want to progress to something more, then he can kind of bring it to the higher ups if he really needs to. But I think it's like, keep it gadgets in, in, in secret because Cause it's still so new. It's like, if you guys have gone out a couple of times, it's like, who knows? Yeah. You know? But the it, yeah. it it sounds like you guys both like each other in a real way, mm-hmm. and like, are you interested in dating long term at this moment? Like, are you not? You know, like, it's new, I guess. I am, yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> but if the owner finds out, he might have to face him in a death match <laughs> for the honor, for the you know, honor of the studio. This happened before, and someone was fired because of it, like years ago. He <gasps> told me this happened before. 
with like another teacher, another student, and he got fired. <laughs> oh my gosh. Was Legend has it that this teacher, <laughs> he has to go train <laughs> under this dark arts teacher. <laughs> well, so this but is, I wonder if that person got fired because it was more predatory. Yeah, you know maybe, it, I mean? was, maybe like, it was weird. Maybe, like yeah. it maybe wouldn't be weird if you guys decide like, hey, let's see if we can pursue this something further. And then he goes and asks and like maybe he wouldn't be allowed to be your teacher but he would be allowed to be a teacher at the dojo or something. You know what I mean? Like there's a way. Yeah, it would be very strange if he had to like te- give a test me and stuff for like my next belt. It's yeah. a oh, now. <laughs> whoa, that is interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think it's sort of like you want to play it under rest, but also like I find with everything, there's a respectful, <laughs> good way to do stuff. And then there's a non-respectful, mm-hmm. good way to do stuff. Yep. In corporate yeah. America, if two people want to date, generally the way that they go about dating it, in the way that like corporate America sees as the right move is like mm-hmm. you have to tell other people about this before it happens. You have to really be clear about like, hey, maybe you have to sign some shit. You have to like go to them and be like, hey, we are interested like in a romantic thing. We obviously work yep. together. We want to make sure that everybody knows and we're all on the same page. That if something bad happens, we're all adults. It's going to be respectful. Like you essentially just have to go through the process of communication in a very noble way, an yep. honorable way, if I may. Now, for your situation, I think this it's the same, although the stakes are much less high because it's like an extracurricular thing. You obviously don't yeah. work at the dojo. You just are going to the dojo to do awesome karate moves, and he's teaching <laughs> you the ways of karate. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound bad to me. I what Honestly, what I would be interested in is like, has he indicated that he's interested in a longer term thing with you? That's that's sort of my question because if you guys haven't had that conversation, it's obviously super early. Um, Like this is a way, and again, it depends on your timeline. And I would I would you know do it whenever. But like, if you want to know what he's interested in, you could bring it up via this and say, hey. I'm interested in this in a real way. Like I really like you. Right. Um, and I know that in order to, to really date there's, we'd have to sort of probably disclose this right. and there's probably some hoops we'd have to jump through. And is that something you're interested in as well? Because if he's not, then you can just keep it on the DL and right. have like a fun time. Um, and you know, whatever, again, your call of when to, to have that conversation, but this is the way into that conversation. Right. And to me, that's a conversation for like Two more dates from now. Yes. Like, it's like, I think it's okay to keep, I think it's okay to keep, I don't know, because you don't want him to get in trouble. Maybe one more date. Like, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, because you don't want to get him to get in trouble, but I think you guys going out and kind of having like a casual thing, I wouldn't spread it around the dojo that this is happening just at first because you don't want like them to hear without him telling them. Yes. And you want him to be able to craft. Only two people know. Yeah. Only the two of my friends know who actually still go to the dojo, but nobody else knows. Yeah. So I think okay. it's like, yeah, keep it under rest. And then like, yeah, maybe have this conversation sooner rather than later though. Cause I think that you want it to, you just want to make sure that no wrongdoing happens. Yeah. Cause like if he's not interested in that and then maybe you, you stop it and then there's no problem, you know, like I, I just think that you, you deserve to get what you want in this situation. It sounds like now mm-hmm. you like your sensei and you're interested in continue to see him right. like then then you should be able to do that and you will want to know the answer to this question either way. So yeah. 
you now you kind of have to ask it sooner <laughs> or the relationship is a little bit in trouble because it just has to be this hidden thing, you yeah, know? Right. And if that's not what you want and it doesn't sound like it, then then talk to him about it yeah. and then come up with some documents to sign uh, for the for the, the, the honor council or whatever. And if your relationship ever sort of ends abruptly, you can have a one-on-one death match yes. in front of the whole school. He would yes. win. He would, he would definitely win. Yeah, well, he is the he's teacher. The, he's yeah, the not a good yeah. idea, actually. Um, but yeah, this is such an amazing, unique call. It really with is. With so many great specifics. <laughs> and I really appreciate you calling in. Oh, thank you guys so much for calling me back. This is crazy. Oh, this yeah. <laughs> no problem at all. Well, um, have a fantastic time and tell your sensei what up. <laughs> okay, well, bye. All right, bye-bye. Bye. I mean, that's the titular titular call. You know, every, yeah, every time someone says something like that, like we have a couple calls in the past, someone's like, yeah, I hooked up with my karate sensei and I go, that's, we got the title. <laughs> I go, we got the title. That's it. Cause it's so fucking good. I also good. think it's really cool. Like that's a cool hobby. Like kar- karate, like it good is cool. exercise, like, you know, self-defense or whatever. Sure. But like the, it just isn't, that's like a cool thing to be doing as an adult. Like I think of karate as like something that only children do. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, typically, and but it's cool to see like, oh yeah, adults like who, because it's also a community. It's like, and I'm yes. sure they go out drinking after, yes, like and clearly. It's fun. And like you talk about the best way to like break a hold or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah, hot. yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's uh, so fucking funny. Like I just genuinely, I love people who are really passionate about their hobbies. Me too. Uh, I love people who are passionate in general. Like I don't have to do the hobby to, to enjoy listening to somebody talk about something that they love. No, definitely Like not. karate. Martial arts are cool too. Oh my god! I mean, we've both watched some anime, and we both we love martial arts. We've both watched it. Hey, a little bit about us. We've both watched an anime. Yeah, we watched at least a couple. That's right. That brings us to our final segment: get real, where we bottle up our emotions and fuel them into one simple little spot. Yeah, I have a little realness. Yeah. Do you have anything? No, I don't. That's good. <laughs> That's good because I do. <laughs> we did some mind altering substance jointly we recently. Did. One of the things that I found from that um, was that uh, you and our other friend were asking me um, if I was worried about having a kid. Yes. And it was hilarious because I really was just like, no, I'm not worried. Which was wild to me. Which is, I, and I was telling Sarah that too, but I was like, I think, I mean, it's like, you know, look, I'm worried about like the specifics of it. Oh, we have to keep a baby alive, all those things. But it was kind of cool to be like, this is the thing that like probably I will be worried about at some point. But I was just like, no, I'm not worried about it happening. I'm like nervous and excited because I'm like, well, obviously I have to, uh, take care of a baby and make sure that the baby's fed and make sure the baby's growing, make sure that we're sweet to the baby, make sure that the baby's not crying and like, you know, all those things. But I'm not worried about any of that because I, I don't know. Maybe it's naive, but I just feel so, I got to extend that sound cue. (laughs) I just feel so ready for it. And I think that having a baby means your life changes pivotally. Yep. But the things that I'll be shedding are things that I feel like I've had my fill of and that will get to 
do again later down the road. Totally. And you know I, I mean? feel like you guys will. Yeah, I know you love hosting parties and stuff. Of course. It's like you can host a party. You can still do that. Of course. It's just going to be harder to do and there'll be fewer of them. But that doesn't mean you can't do it. Oh, sure. Or we'll host a day party and the right. baby will be there. Or like we'll host a party and have the baby be with, you know, a grandparent yes. or something. And, and like to me, obviously our life will get. Uh, will become very different, but it'll be so full because there's a little fucking baby. It's true. I mean... It's so exciting. 100%. I, I think it's really great. I, I feel like if I was in your shoes, I would be kind of freaking out, and that's what I was finding so notable is that you're like, no, I'm nervous about some of the specifics, but I'm not scared about the thing in general. No, I, I'm, I'm... Yeah, I'm, I'm alarmingly not that worried. Yeah, but also is. because I, I think about my childhood and I had the, a fantastic childhood. You know, like my parents are wonderful. My parents are both teachers. We didn't have a ton of money growing up. Yeah. Like I think that, I, you know, I'm like, oh, do I have enough money to have this kid and whatever? And it's like, oh, no, we, we really like had a, a house full of imagination and these amazing games and my, you know, and all this stuff. And so it's like, I don't think I need to have like a fucking mansion in the Hollywood Hills. No, no, definitely not. I, I do think LA is a little bit of a hostile place to raise a child in some ways. Uh, that speaks to that. Cause I actually feel like it's a great place to raise a child because we have, there's room. There's like so much room, comparatively, I guess, to New York, the only well, two places I would really live. Yeah. That, well, that that's true. New York is and it, not because the rest of the country is bad. I love lots of parts of the country, but just because my specific line of work, I yeah, feel like is more suited to New York. hundred percent. Well, and Los Angeles be, by being more sprawling means that there is, you're going to be able to get a more space for less money than yep. New York. So I hear you on that, but like, I just feel like it's, you know, there are things about living here that are harder than they would be in other places, which isn't fine. Yeah. Um, I think you guys are going to be totally adapted to it, right. but it's like a lot of people, I think the pattern is lots of people move to places like LA, New York, and then they leave them to have kids. Right. Um, and I, I love that you guys are like, no, we're, we're doing it here. Yeah. Um, and you have a great community. I've seen the room full of hand-me-down baby stuff. You guys we have, have so just, much like, hand-me-down baby up. stuff. Yeah. Like, you guys, nobody's really ready to have a kid in the sense of like, you don't know what it's, you know, like the, it's going to oh, be crazy, yeah, of course uh, but you guys are as ready as anybody I know. And you, this was always something you wanted to do. It's always yeah. been part of the plan. And then when it happened, you were excited and you're not like, you're you're not like, oh man, I'm not, it's going to be harder for me to go out for drinks with my friends. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Cause like, it's also like, I know. Cause that stuff, I'm like, I've done that so much and I really love that. Yeah. And by the way, We'll get that back. It'll be, maybe be a couple of years before we get back that yes. back into a you know, swing, yes. whatever. And by the way, I also want to be clear. It's going to be very difficult. Of Having course. a baby is going to be extremely difficult. It's going to be uh, scary, taxing, tiring, um, uh, wonderful, all these things. I just am not worried about getting into that experience. Yeah. 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 You're, you're like mentally prepared for how hard it might be. Sure. It's going to um, be. Yeah. And it's going to be. And of course, you know, people will be like, yeah, he doesn't have kids. He doesn't even know. And of course I don't. But I'm just not nervous about that prospect yeah because i think i think what yeah there is a lifestyle change that you're ready for and i don't think yeah. everybody is ready for it i think some people have kids and then are like oh my life has changed whereas you're like i know it's gonna change no uh, it'll cha and to me it's also i think it's because we have such a rich community of people yeah you know it's like i had my birthday party you know the other day which was the, great the day, which um, was great but to me it's like oh yeah like all these fucking people are here and i know that once we have a baby if we need help or we need somebody to come over or we want our friends to be around that that's all still going to be there oh and yeah if that wasn't in place then maybe i'd be like oh it's just us and we're just going to be figuring it out but it's like 
I actually feel like we have lots of people that love us and are want, going to want no to doubt. help. And all. I don't think that everyone needs to have kids because I think that some people just don't want them and that's great. Yes. But I think that because me and Sarah are so excited and suited to be parents, it's going to be fun to have a kid. So our friends that might choose not to have kids, we can bring our child exactly. around to have our child, have those people be a part of our child's life. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, you know, we have so many friends that might not necessarily want to have kids, but I think that they'll be great influences on our child. Totally. Yeah. And no, I, I think it's wonderful how like that you're you're not it's terrified in the way that some prospective parents are yeah um, no, and by the way it could be totally naive it'd be so funny we cut to like you know like and two months go, after the baby's born you're like course, my life's gonna, ruined it's gonna be whenever sarah's like is it gonna be fun and whatever and we're both just like it's gonna be crazy our kid's gonna be nuts we're both nuts yeah our kid's gonna be you know be have the most energy ever is gonna be running screaming around doing like a play <laughs> but like <laughs> but that's thrilling to me that'll be rad yeah no i i I'm so excited for you guys. Uh, I yeah, really am. Thanks. And, I appreciate it. Uh, I, yeah, I can't wait to see baby Will Bonsignor. Nope. And anyway, <laughs> um, well, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thanks to the perfectionists for listening. What up perfectionistas? What up perfectionistas? Uh, and you know, if you're out there, I just want you to know that, um, you're perfect. Got to work on that intro. Yeah, like, I mean, let's it, pitch it. Can you pitch on it? Pitch on it. I don't fucking know what it should be. Like, yeah. uh, something like. Until next time. Perfection is in the eye of the beholder. See, that's not good. See, yeah, I can't pitch on. I don't have an idea. Yeah. I just think you need to find the the thing. Perfection, more like erection. No, and that's our show. <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.